Welcome to The Money Diaries. I am your host, Nicole Ayub, and I am the founder of Wall Street Girl Next Door. Here at The Money Diaries, we are going to be untangling the emotional relationship we have with our money and having an intimate conversation about the sides of money we never talk about. We will be diving into fear, shame, money wounds, habits, behaviors, and how we can heal them to have a beautiful and healthy relationship with our money. Here we go. everybody. This next episode is dedicated to all the Henry's out there. Henry stands for high earner, not rich yet. So on this episode, I'm going to be talking about what a Henry is, what gets somebody into Henry status and what you can do to get out of it. So to be a high earner, not rich yet, that means you make somewhere in the six figures, which That number can be a bit subjective because it depends on the cost of living in the area that you live in. So let's say, for example, you make $100,000 and you live in New York City, your lifestyle is going to look a lot different than if you make $100,000 working in somewhere like Dallas, Texas. And so I always like to say it's somebody that's making a stable, significant salary in the six figures. So it can be anywhere from a hundred to 150,000. And then it goes to about $250,000 for a single person for couples or, or people that are living together. It goes up to a combined income of $500,000. So what it means is that you're a high earner, you're making significant money. However, you don't have anything to show for it. So Henry's had live paycheck to paycheck. And it's basically money coming in and money going out and they don't have anything to show for it. So there's no assets, usually no savings, maybe a little bit of an investment somewhere, but not much saved for your future and not owning any personal residences or or anything like that. So that's what classifies a Henry. And what gets somebody to a Henry status can be a couple different things. So first, it's usually maxing out lifestyle. So Henry's spend a majority of their income on maxing out all of their lifestyle. So that can mean an apartment where you can afford the apartment each month, but you don't have enough left over to save for anything. And so it can be very high monthly costs for rent or... Well, it's usually rent. Most most Henry's aren't homeowners. And so it, it's high rent. And it can also be things having a high car payment. The average car payment in America right now is $700 a month. And that's just for a car payment. That's not even including insurance, gas, or anything else. Like in New York City, we have to have garages here. So any type of paid parking or to, to house your car. That's a lot of money. That's a significant monthly expense. And so it can be, Henry's can have, so so Henry's have these high monthly costs. It can also be high gym memberships and other forms of monthly expenses that people max out every month. And so when you have high monthly costs and you're, you're living paycheck to paycheck. And so you're not actually saving anything for your future. And so Henry's live a very 
high lifestyle, but there's nothing to show for it. So what that means is most of the time, a high earner, not rich yet, doesn't have anything saved. So there's no form of savings. So they're actually called the working rich because if a Henry were to, to lose their salary, they wouldn't have anything to sustain them because there's no savings, there's no investments, there's no home ownership. If the salary goes away, lifestyle goes away, they have to keep working in order to sustain their lifestyle. And most of us have to keep working in order to sustain our lifestyle. But a lot of people have a safety net set up. So some form of savings, like an emergency savings fund, which is usually anywhere from three to six months of your living expenses set aside in a savings account, sitting in cash, not invested, or it can be in something that's high yields. It doesn't have to necessarily just be cash, but it's something that's not invested in the market that if if something were to happen, you have an unforeseen bill, you lose your job, you have some money as a security net for you. Most Henrys don't have any security net and there aren't and then and they're not saving or investing. So there's no money put aside for their future into retirement or to any type of savings account. And so a Henry's lifestyle is really absorbing their entire paycheck. And it's also discretionary spending. So Henry's spend and shop and use a large percentage of their income on discretionary spending. Even most luxury brands now, Henry's have have become such a big target demographic that luxury brands like Louis Vuitton and some other like YSL, their marketing now targets that demographic because they have increased to be one of the top consumers of those brands. And so luxury brands, a lot of Henry's are buying luxury brands that technically they can afford, they can pay for, but they're not saving anything for their future or they're paying for it and then putting it on a credit card and then paying off their debt. And so with luxury items, they're, it's not bad if you want to own those things, but you have to be able to afford them. And if all you have to show in your life is a bunch of luxury handbags, but you don't have any savings or anything set set aside for your future, then you're spending your money, you're directing your money in the wrong direction because you're not going to be able to live off luxury bags at a certain point in your life. And so it's really a lifestyle that Henry's live that they're living all for today and not saving for tomorrow or their future. And this is a big subset of the demographic because a large portion of people that are making over six figures are still living paycheck to paycheck. And that's why when people think, oh, if I make more money, I won't be living paycheck to paycheck or I won't have my spending problems will go away. None of that is actually true because this is a fundamental problem of habits and behaviors and making more money won't change those. And so this is where you have to look at how much you're spending, look at your lifestyle and really sit down and say, okay, how, how, and why am I living paycheck to paycheck? And what do I need to do to get out of this lifestyle? And so the first step is tracking, physically tracking where 
all of your money is going and you can do this. There's a lot of apps out there that all connect to your bank accounts and all of your credit cards and will, will track all of your expenses for you. And you'll be able to see, and it'll even categorize it for you. And then you're able to see exactly where your money's going. And this is such a crucial step because every time that I talk with people and ask them about their spending, everyone always has an idea of what they're spending and no one's ever on the mark. People are always so off on how much they're actually spending in each category, especially when it goes to things like travel or eating out. And it's just, it's all these small discretionary expenses that add up and people will think, oh, I spend two or $300 a month on shopping. And then you actually add up how much it is. And it's like a thousand dollars or public transportation, whatever it is. And this can also depend on where you live. So I know in New York City, when I talk with people a lot or work with clients, it's a lot of public transportation costs. Well, if you live in an area where you have a car and you don't take public transportation, then your discretionary spending could be going towards something else. The point is that you look and you see where every single dollar that comes in your bank account is going. And usually it's you have to start looking at your lifestyle and saying, am I maxing out my lifestyle? Am I living a lifestyle to where I am spending every dollar of my paycheck that comes in on today and I don't have any room left over to save for my future? And especially if you know that you're spending a lot of money on entertainment, going out, travel, shopping, all of those areas that you can look, those are the easiest areas to look at and say, okay, I can go ahead and I can start cutting back on these and really starting to make a big difference in, in your monthly expenses. Lifestyle can be a bit trickier because a lot of the time, if you are living in, let's say a one bedroom apartment, uh, you don't, a lot of the time people don't want to downgrade to a studio or to another type of apartment or live with a roommate in order to save money. But if you have debt, a lot of the times Henry's have debt, even making six figures. When you're maxing out your lifestyle and you're living beyond your means, there's always debt involved. And that can be student debt. That can be personal debt, you know, credit card debt. But there's Henry's usually have debt that they have to pay off because they're living outside of their means. And so looking at lifestyle, you really have to look at, okay, are there areas in my lifestyle that I can go ahead and I can cut back on so that I can start being more financially secure and having more room within my monthly income? But you have to look and you have to see where's my money going and what corners can I cut within my spending? And so that is a crucial first step. And it can't just be estimating, you know, making these numbers up in your head. Like you have to go through. And if you don't want to use an app, because I know sometimes people can be uncomfortable connecting their bank accounts or their credit cards to an app there, you can do it in Excel or there's any option that you have. There's money trackers out there. I know I have a financial dashboard that tracks all of this for my clients that we go through in our one-on-one sessions, looking at net worth. Each month has its own 
tracker. And then at the end of the year, there's annual totals and you can see all of your spending across all the different types of categories. So essentials, non-essentials, debt. And so we look at all of that. Every single one-on-one session that I have with a client, that's always where we start because that's the basis for your financial health. It's so important to know where your money's going. And so I would say start there, whatever you feel comfortable with and whatever works for you, track your spending and see what your lifestyle looks like. And it can't just be track your spending for a month. Like you have to be consistent with it. We're in January right now. It's legitimately like the third day of the year. This is such a perfect time to start tracking your spending and start the be- from the beginning of the year and start the year out strong with seeing how much money you spend and where your money's going from the beginning of the year. And so when you start to look at lifestyle, then you might need to make some difficult decisions and say, okay, do I actually need to live in this apartment? Especially if your rent goes up, you know, every year, looking at how much your rent is going up year over year. Do I, is there a cheaper area, a more affordable area for me to live, to live in that I can still commute to work? Like there are some big changes that you might have to make if you're maxing out your lifestyle. And so it's looking at those types of aspects of your lifestyle and seeing what changes you can make. If you have a high car payment, that's also a really easy area to say, how can I reduce my car payment for months? Do I actually need this particular car or is, can I trade this car in or sell this car and get a car where I don't have a car payment and ease and create some more liquidity within my, my monthly expenses? Those are the first areas to look in because if you're spending $700 a month on a car payment or I mean, even over if you you have gas and insurance, I mean, that's close to probably a thousand dollars a month that you're spending on a car. That's one of the main areas to go ahead and look at and see if there's any changes that you can make that can that can create some more room within your monthly expenses because that's ultimately what you're gonna need to do is Henry's have to start spending less money and start saving more money. There has to be a shift from spending to saving. And so, and that requires changes to lifestyle. You might not be able to go out and, you know, eat out dinner or get delivery as much as you are used to. So there are lifestyle changes that people have to look at in order to create more room within their monthly budget. I don't really like to use the word budget too much, but sometimes it's the only word that really fits in. But to create more room within how much money your discretionary spending you have available. And so that's where I would start for people if you feel like you're in this category. The thing is, you're in a good place to go ahead and make some changes if you are a Henry. That means that you have the income. You just have to make that the changes to your habits and your behaviors, but you have the income. A lot of times people will have lower income 
and still have higher spending and debt. And then that can be a little trickier where if that's the case, then you have to look at bringing in some additional income in order to pay down your debt. But let's say if you're a Henry and you have debt and you don't know how to pay it down, we look at your lifestyle that most of the time there is usually a lot of room that can be made in order to go ahead and allocate money to be to be able to pay down your debt. And most of the time, if you're consistent and you have a plan, you can pay down debt pretty quickly. And so if you are in the Henry category, then you're in a good place as far as having a solid income. You just have to look at your spending. So this is really looking at habits and behaviors and sitting down and saying, okay, what do I need to do in order to shift this? And and this is where it can get a little tricky is because you have to really examine your relationship with your money. And that can be difficult for a lot of people to do, especially if you don't want to make changes to your lifestyle. That's also another thing is people can say, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a Henry, but I don't want to make any changes to my lifestyle. So what do I, what do I have to do? If you don't want to have to make any changes to your lifestyle, but you're not saving for your future, then you just have to make more money. And so those are really the two options that people have is you either have to reallocate the money that you currently have, or you need to look for ways to make additional income in order to start saving for your future. Because what you don't want to do is a lot of the times people stay in this high lifestyle and then they, they get so used to it. And there's also like an element of lifestyle creep where every time that you get an increase or you get a bonus, then you think, well, now I can live in a nicer building or I can get a nicer car or I can, you elevate your life. So, and that's really what lifestyle creep is, is it's just the more money you make, you start to have a little bit more, your lifestyle creeps up and up and up. So you're actually not, no matter how much money you make, your lifestyle is going to keep matching that higher amount of income. And you're going to stay in that cycle. And that's exactly why no matter how much money you make, if you don't actually fix your change, your habits and your behaviors, then you're going to stay in that cycle, regardless if you make $250,000, $500,000, a million dollars, then your lifestyle is going to keep creeping up and up and it's not going to change. And you can stay in these cycles. And so if you want to get out of this cycle and you want to start having shifting from spending to more of a saving type of financial situation, then wherever you are today and with the income that you have today, you have to start making some of those shifts. And I, and I would just say, start looking at something like what's the closest, you know, shark to the boat? Like, is that your spending? Is, is that your shopping? Is that your public transportation? Like, what's the thing that it's like, okay, let me look at this category and see if I can go ahead and I can tackle this one first. Instead of making these huge, drastic lifestyle changes, look and see what's the thing that I can start with and that's manageable and that's doable that can give you some momentum. It can also be really hard to navigate on your own on how to make lifestyle changes 
and how to shift habits and behaviors. And so that's where having support can make a really big difference and hold you accountable because a lot of the times we can be really good with our finances for maybe a couple weeks or a month. And then we're like, oh yeah, you know, I saved some money last month and now it kind of goes out the window the next month. Then the next thing, you know, you're, you're still, you're back in your old habits and behaviors. So support can make all the difference and making longer permanent, more changes to your lifestyle and, and your habits. And especially when it comes to spending, um, sometimes we need to hear it from somebody else that we're living outside of our means and that the problem is our rent is too high or our car payment is too high. Sometimes we just have to hear that from somebody else because we don't want to admit that to ourselves. And so support can be huge if you want to be able to actually have your money working for you. And that's and that's the real change is Henry's money isn't isn't working for them because they're not saving any of it. You want your money to work for you, which means that it's going to set you up for your future and the goals that you have and your retirement. So you're not going to have to keep working and working and working because as your lifestyle creeps up, then you have to keep maintaining that standard of living. And so you're ha- then you're always going to have to be chasing more and more money in order to keep up with your lifestyle. And so in order to change that, you have to start with what you have now and start to build better habits with your spending and lifestyle today. This also applies to anyone that's living paycheck to paycheck. So whether if you're in the six-figure category or not. But if you're living paycheck to paycheck, that can be a really stressful place to live in. And that can be a really hard habit to break when you're just so used to spending, seeing money in your checking account and spending it. And that's why I always suggest it, you know, to pay yourself first, which means when you get paid, your money goes into your savings account or your money goes, let's say you you have your savings, your three to six months of savings already put aside, then money from your paycheck automatically goes into your investment account. Money goes into a separate account to pay for your rent. So your, your rent is in a completely separate or rent or your mortgage payment is in a separate bank account that doesn't get commingled with your other spending money. The more that you can segregate your money, then the more you'll be able to know how much money you have for spending in between paychecks. So it's really organizing your banking that can make a big difference. And if you're paying down debt, then you should be paying down your debt first. And as soon as your paycheck hits, then you should be making a payment towards your debt and then adjusting your lifestyle from there. So a lot of the time people will say, well, at the end of the month, I don't have any money. Well, of course not. Because most people, when they see money in their checking account, think I have that money to spend. So if you pay yourself first, then your money's going to where it needs to be going and you live off the rest. And that's really a huge shift that can make a really big difference in people's finances 
and their financial health is putting money where it needs to go first and living off the excess instead of the other way around. And so if you can, that's where automating your finances. And I did, and I talked about that on my last episode of how important it is to automate your finances. It makes it so, it makes your financial life so much easier and alleviates so much financial stress when your money just automatically goes into the accounts that it needs to go into. And so if you're living paycheck to paycheck, really start looking. Tracking your spending is is huge. I mean, tracking your spending is big for everybody, no matter how much money you make and no matter if you're in a financially healthy place or not, you should always know where your money's going because there's always areas where you're surprised and it just creates the relationship that you have with your money that you have awareness on how you're spending your money. And so if you consider yourself in a really healthy place with your money, you should still be tracking it. You need to have transparency on your spending and making sure that your money's going where you want it to be going. And if you have goals and you're living paycheck to paycheck, you're never going to be able to put money towards your goals if you don't know where your money's going. And so having some goals and being able to look at how you'd like your money to be directed can get you out of that paycheck to paycheck lifestyle. So these are the kind of housekeeping items that can that can turn your financial situation around. And so just to summarize, you want to look at your lifestyle. So you have to do a thorough examination of how am I living my day-to-day life? Am I buying lunch every day? Am I eating dinner out? Am I buying coffee every day? For some reason, people always love to talk about like the daily coffee won't change your financial situation, but how you spend your money daily absolutely will. Um, I know here, I mean, it's it's really expensive. If you, the last time I went to go get a latte or a chai tea, it was like $7. So if you're spending that every day, is $7 going to make or break your bank account? No, but if you do that on a daily basis and you get in the habit of doing that on a daily basis, it's really the habit that is going to kill your financial situation. And so it's looking at your lifestyle and doing a really honest assessment of, do I need to be living in this particular neighborhood? Do I need to be living in this? Does my rent have, like, is there any way that my rent could be lower, that I could lower any of my monthly living expenses, car, rent, anything, gym memberships. The amount that people spend on gym memberships kind of blows my mind sometimes. But maybe there's another gym that you can look at or another form of like fitness studio that you can look at that can save you some money per month. So it's really looking at what do I need in my life? What are the essentials that I need to be happy? And what are the prices of those things? And are there any alternatives that I can look into to to cre- to create more room within my monthly expenses? 
And so that's really the first step. And then it's just looking at discretionary spending and saying, am I spending my money on shopping and luxury items and going out to eat? And so looking at all of your spending habits and being able to shift some of those. So again, if you are a Henry, there's hope. There's hope for everybody. But because you have a solid income coming in, you just have to make adjustments to your lifestyle. And that can really turn your financial situation around. If you want some help with this or you feel like this resonated with you and you don't know how to get out of this paycheck to paycheck lifestyle or this Henry lifestyle that you can be living in, this is one of the main areas that I work with clients. And so I, I work with Henry's and making some really big adjustments to how people relate to their money. And so it's not just spending, but it's the ideas and the mindset that people have around their money that can help then when you when you start to shift the mindset around your money, then that's where you start to notice shifts towards spending. And so if this resonated with you, or if this is something that you feel like you need help with, always reach out. I am more than happy to go ahead and help you try and get your spending and your financial health on track. And if there's any questions that you have, always go ahead and you can contact me on social media or through my website. Thanks for joining me on this episode. Thank you for joining me on this episode of The Money Diaries. I always encourage you to reach out to me with any comments, questions, or if you need support, or if there's any topics you would like covered on an episode of The Money Diaries, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Wall Street Girl Next Door. And I will see you on our next episode.